So this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 20, um, being recorded at 39 minutes past 12 in the morning of the 31st of December 2013, New Year's Eve. Um, so welcome to the New Year's Eve edition. Uh, I thought I'd do something rather unusual, two podcasts in rapid succession. Uh, why am I doing this? Um, so I'm doing this because I've recently seen uh, the desolation of Smug and have weirdly mixed feelings about the movie. Um, yeah, and now I didn't want to drag a whole lot of negativity into the new year, uh, so this one's the grumpy one, though very short podcast. Uh, you'll be <laughs> glad to know where I vent. Uh, tomorrow there'll be a nicer one to start the new year on a more positive note. But I am recording them back to back, so I record this one, um, then do the next one, uh, but put this one out today in a couple of hours um, on New Year's Eve and the next one on New Year's Day. So you'll have something to listen to on both days. Um, so yeah, uh, as I said, I've recently seen the uh, des Desolation of Smog, Um and I'm sorry but I'm going to go banging on about race again. Um, this time, <laughs> obviously, uh, that, that if you've seen it, you'll notice uh, there is a small section uh, where you see a few brown humans in one trading town on Middle Earth, uh, but it kind of smacks of patronising tokenism. Um, I don't know why um, we're in the 21st century, but no one can take a, a leaf out of um, a book, a film like Willow, um, which did have uh, plenty of magical creatures of all different races. Um, anyway, uh, when I first saw uh, the, the uh, humans, there was a black lady, um, I think, um, an oriental person and maybe someone of mixed race. Um, the first thing I thought was it, it really is nice to see some other faces, uh, you know, other than white ones. Um, but the way the camera repeatedly uh, zooms in and focuses on them, um, it, started, it started to give me the impression that filmmakers were saying, um, you see, we are ex inclusionist. Uh, yeah, right. Um, so why are all the Hobbit selves, etc., um, white folk? Uh, you know, if you look at the dwarfs, for instance, um, I, I could very easily see um, an act, uh, actors like Idris Elba and Vin Diesel playing gruff dwarves. I, I mean, look at them. <laughs> Obviously, you'd have to do some voodoo with the height, but, uh, you know, they're already doing that. Um, they look like the perfect dwarves. Um, oh, it, it, it really did bug me. Anyway, um, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of too annoyed to go on with an endless argument about the same thing. Um, but, you know, as a brown guy who's into genre, um, it is utterly wearing. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll leave that one behind for the moment. I'll go on with a few uh, minor quibbles, other quibbles that I had. Um, there was another character called Bard the Bowman, um, 
who seemed to own a spear um, that was lifted directly from Disney's Dragon Slayer. Um, yeah, I know Tolkien came first, um, but the look of the prop itself is very similar uh, to the spear um, that the hero in Dragon Slayer uses to, to kill the dragon. Uh, it just grates a bit. Um, another bit that, that bugged me was uh, a, a very uh, and unfunny um, bit with uh, Stephen Pry uh, doing this kind of comedic uh, sequence in Lake Town. Uh, it felt out of sorts with the rest of the movie. Um, and it kind of uh, detract from the whole epic feeling of, of the film. Um, Stephen Fry's, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, he's, he's a fine actor, uh, but that whole beginning of the Lake Town sequence where we first meet him seems uh, very Python-esque. Um, another thing, uh, the film was <laughs> way too long. Um, whoops, sorry. Um, there's just no getting away from it. Uh, it feels very padded. Everything takes far too long to happen. Um, actually, uh, on that subject of length, um, I've, I've written some notes here. I did a tiny bit of research. Now, Peter Jackson did say uh, before that the reason the Hobbit movies are so long is that he wanted to tell a lot of extra stuff, uh, not in the novel, uh, but part of Tolkien's Middle-earth background anyway. Um, okay, so uh, forgetting the cashing in aspects of the franchise, uh, that there's this one scene in Wonder Boys, um, as completely different movie, but th th there was a part of the movie that's entirely relevant to um, this film. So in Wonder Boys, uh, there's a scene where Katie Holmes' character, Hannah Green, says to Michael Douglas's author, Grady Tripp, uh, who is in the process of writing a ridiculously overlong novel, uh, she says to him, even though your book is really beautiful, I mean amazingly beautiful. It's very detailed, you know, with the genealogies of everyone's horses, the dental records, and so on. And, I could be wrong, but it sort of reads in places like you didn't make any choices at all. So that's, I, I've kind of chopped up that quote to make it a bit shorter, but that, that's exactly how I feel um, about the length of the, the Hobbit franchise. Um, yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to leave that behind for, for a moment because uh, I, I, I am so annoyed uh, by the film. I'm, I've got to talk about something else for a moment. Um, actually, I've got to... While I think about that, I'm going to have a sip of coffee. Um, I've, got, I've got Nescafe Gold Blend um, and it's strong enough to, to tear your face off. That should keep me going. Oh, God, that's, that's pretty strong. Okay, 
getting off the the subject of um, <laughs> whitewashing in in the uh, Lord of the uh, sorry the Hobbit franchise and uh, the length. Um, we'll talk about something completely different now. Um, so there's been a lot of TV, obviously, over the Christmas holidays, and um, I've got two supernatural TV films uh, to recommend to you to watch on BBC iPlayer. Um, the first one is called The Tractate Midoff. Um, it's a new adaptation by Mark Gatkiss um, of an M.R. James ghost story. Um, I'm sure Whovians will like this too because it also stars quite a few Gatkiss regulars. Um, a couple of people from Sherlock too. Um, and it's the type of scary that you'd be used to if you watch a, an episode of Doctor Who. Uh, so I, I call it a cosy scary. Uh, so that's the Tractate Midoff. Uh, the Tractate, T-R-A-C-T-A-T-E, Midoff, M-I-D-D-O-T-H. Um, which sounds vaguely Cthulhu mythos, but um, is apparently um, Hebrew, I think. Um, okay, and the next film I have to recommend, another BBC uh, movie, um, The 13th Tale. Uh, this, this just uh, aired a few hours ago. Um, it's a screen adaptation of a neo-Gothic um, novel. Uh, by oh, smoke correction here by Diane Setterfield um, of the same name. Um, it stars Vanessa Redgrave, and I've put in brackets here exclamation mark yeah because that's uh, that's quite a big big name to have in a small movie, and. Um, Sophie Turner from a lot of things, but I, I know her best from Peep Show. Um, all I can say is it's about twins, and it is disturbing. Um, so if you're a bit bored of Christmas and you, you know, looking for something to watch on the TV, those two, I think, in my opinion, are well worth watching. Um, so I'm I'm actually ready to to grump a bit more for. for for just the end of the show now. Um, I just wanted to add a couple more things um, about race and um, well, non-diversity and overly long genre entertainment. Um, yeah, well, in brief, what I wanted to say is stories where everyone is one race um, detracts from storytelling because it stands out more than the subject of the story itself. Um, yeah, when I when I see um, a film that, that does look so... Um, well, for a man of the a person of the modern era like like myself and like you, um, you know, we're living in the twenty first century. There there are people of other races around, um, and there always were. Um, th this harping back to um, an, a non-existent age um, 
just doesn't make any sense. Um, I saw a Guardian writer who I won't mention um, a couple of years ago when Lord of the Rings, uh, again, the race Furori uh, read its head, um, saying that, well, you know, um, in to when Tolkien was writing, Tolkien was writing Lord of the Rings. Uh, this was the pre-Windrush years before there was that many, um, well, any black people in the UK, which is obviously completely wrong because there's been people of all colours in the UK. You know, maybe not a vast majority, or you know, not a, not a, sorry, <laughs> never been a majority, but uh, maybe not a vast amount of people. Um, but they've always been around, and, and it's been that way for a long, long time. Um, you can't... Uh, anyway, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, yeah... I think uh, one positive thing that you could take away from this podcast is that there are simply not enough of us brown, yellow and black people making big decisions in, in the entertainment industry. Um, so the only way to fix that is to start drawing, writing and making movies. Um, yeah... Uh, God, this stuff really does annoy me. I need some more coffee. Not, not that that will help me calm down, I'm sure. Oh. The one tiny little last thing I wanted to add about that was, um, you know, I, I kind of blame the, the Hollywood media machine for, for this stereotypical version of Europe that never really existed. Um, but I've got a feeling it's more complicated than that. I, I think there also there's an element of reacting to market forces, and I'm guessing um, from having spoken to people from um, almost monocultures like uh, Japan and Korea, uh, they kind of assume. Uh, I'm generalising a lot here, but many people do kind of assume that um, most people from Europe, or especially Northern Europe, are white. You know, they're, they're kind of surprised when they come to England and they realise that they're not. Um, well, I, I think I'll leave that behind for now. Um, right. Okay, remember I mentioned um, the, the, the similarity in that prop um, Bard, the um, boatman, has uh, to um, the prop, the, the spear from the film Dragon Slayer. Um, I, I think maybe I'm being a bit unfair there. Um, after being, uh, <laughs> after I think I've been pretty fair on on race and diversity, and, uh, but the, I think prop guys are going to reuse things that they've either had experience of or remember from their own own childhood or you know um, and so saying that everything's derivative and uh, in fic genre fiction and tropey it's maybe because I've watched and read a bit too much um, so I'll probably let that one go um, 
Yeah. Uh, on the subject of uh, overextending franchises, uh, as far as I can see, this kind of started with uh, the final Harry Potter films, where they take, took um, the last book that J.K. Rowling uh, wrote about Harry Potter and divided it into two movies. Um, I, I'm really not sure what can be done about it, uh, you know, uh, with large movies costing so much to make, the filmmakers obviously want to make as much profit as possible. Uh, all I can say though, as a fan, is that it sucks. It really sucks. Um, you, you could have quite easily dozed off halfway into, um, well, let's say, a, a third of the way into uh, the desolation of smoke, you could have fallen asleep and for the last third of the movie you could have woken up and you wouldn't really have missed anything. Um, yeah. So that's about it for the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, there will be another podcast uh, t tomorrow for you to download. Uh, on New Year's Day. So have a great New Year's Eve. Don't get as grumpy as me. Um, and see you on New Year's Day. Bye. Oh, sorry, and that was the podcast for um, New Year's Eve, 31st of December 2013, episode 20 of Roy's Rocket Radio. See you next time. Bye.